Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 539 titled Going Mobile. This is the show about Xbox, Xbox gaming, uh, Microsoft stuff, other stuff, sometimes Fortnite, Clash Royale, other things that we want to talk about. We haven't talked about appliances in a long time, but hey, we can if you really want us to. My name is Rob. A half hour conversation on popcorn poppers. What are you talking about? <laughs> There you go. Uh, yeah, we should plug that next. Game fuel, game carbs, something like that. So my name is Rob, also known as Presar, and there you just heard the sultry tones of my good buddy Mark, aka Wingman Seven Hundred Nine. Hey, hey everybody, how you doing? Yeah, we we can now uh, give you all sorts of popcorn popper recommendations since we discussed that at length, and also how. Read some one-star reviews. (laughs) Yeah, how you can't trust people to give one-star reviews because they apparently not only can't use the product, they don't know what what a meaningful review is. Which reminds me, so Mark, I was going to tell you this and I totally forgot. So there's this one review for a dishwasher. All right, so, okay, just to give you a little bit of background. We were talking about how people just misuse reviews and they just totally rate a product for the wrong things there was a lady or there was okay there was someone that gave a review to a dishwasher of one star because when they came to install it there was a pipe sticking out of the floor and it wouldn't allow the dishwasher to slide back it's like are you serious come on what does that have to do with the dishwasher oh you gotta love people yeah and we're just talking about people burning popcorn because you know, I put it in for ten minutes and it burned <laughs> in the microwave. Yeah, <laughs> this and, product sucks. <laughs> yeah, and, and just so you know, there's a Cuisinart uh, silicone tub popcorn popper. What is what was that thing called? I forgot. Anyway, it's um, it's like thirteen dollars. You throw some kernels in there. Like three minutes later, approximately. Use your judgment. Be smart about <laughs> it. Listen. Use your ears and your brain. <laughs> You know, don't just boldly go where no man has has gone before and do it for five minutes. <laughs> but you just throw it in the microwave and it comes out like awesome. You know, it's air popper style popcorn, so it's not buttery or anything like that. You know, it's up to you to do that later. But it, it's super convenient, super quick. There's my plug. Now we can talk about towels, right? Didn't we have a request to talk about <laughs> no, towels? No, no, that was a facetious request. Yeah, I know. So, now they're going to ask I don't, about popcorn. I'm, I'm going to keep you on target, Rob. We yeah, yeah, okay. Let's, let's get it rolling. Is, it is. We got to be done before seven, my time. I'm giving you an hour and 10 minutes. I got to go back on the road. I got a tremendous amount okay. of work to do. So let's go. All and right. you know, we got to do at least 45 minutes of Fortnite. So. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> or did our popcorn t- cut into the Fortnite time? No, no, no. Thing. Nothing ever. All right. So uh, listen to us live on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, approximately. Also, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Xbox. Uh, The views and opinions expressed on the show do not reflect those of Microsoft. So, Mark, what have you been playing? (laughs) I'm Mm going to cut the the mobile stuff, but... uh... I I have been playing uh obviously Fortnite 
Um, but I, I haven't had a lot of time to play. I've been so busy. Um, I was traveling last week, so apologies that we. It was my fault. We didn't do a show last week. Um, we were just. We were crazy. We were all set, and I was getting ready to hit go live. <laughs> and then a work buddy of mine, who you also know, yes, uh, know. is a is a a friend of yours as well. But um, him and I work together, but we lived. You know, he's in Chicago, and I'm in in Seattle. So he was down for the same. Um, down at the same conference and we but he was on different days so like he was leaving when i was showing up so we had like that one evening to get together and i was waiting for him to call me and just as rob and i are about to start he calls and says hey let's go to dinner <laughs> so i'm like sorry rob i'm out of here <laughs> so you see how but, it is uh, see yeah, I, I, yeah i picked friendship over txl but hey i only and see friendship. that guy like i haven't seen that guy in many years maybe it's that's how so, it should be <laughs> it's probably the way he prefers it so. yeah <laughs> but oh well yeah so is that it so i want to talk oh about? but uh sorry so i played Fortnite. um i did i did take my xbox with me when i traveled mm -hmm. because there's those <laughs> i had to because of Fortnite. um because there's those they've got these challenges in now that only last for a week and <laughs> It's like they, they unlock one like every day and it's like you got to get on and it was going to expire before I got back. So it's like I have to take it to try to get those done. So nice. Like, ah, and I did get allowed me to play with my youngest son, too. While I was yeah. Young, but um, uh, we played some this weekend and really that's about it. I, I got a recommendation. I think it was today I saw and I downloaded. I did go download. I, I don't know what it is. Yoku. Um, Something in the Game Pass. Yoku, right? It's like a bowling platformer or something is what they were saying. Or pinball platformer. Was uh, Dawn of Time. Uh, Yoku's Island Express. I did download it. I just don't know what I'm going to have time to play it. But I'm going to try to get that in before next week's show. Because several people were saying it was really good. So, And I need to play something a little different. But... And I was looking at my list today. It's like, I've got so many things that I need to play. Like, I bought uh, Rage 2, have not even started it. Um, I've got, I haven't finished Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, we bought that Castle Wolfenstein game, the Young Blood, that we have yet to play. Rob. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, waiting on you, and that's all your fault. Um, okay, this week then. There's a ton of stuff that, like, I've got that I just don't play because. I'm having fun at Fortnite, so I'm sorry to tell everybody that. But hey, it's it's where my kids are at. It's yeah. what I want to do, so it's fun. It's beyond gaming, really. When it is it, when you're dealing with the kids, it's more of a family yeah. activity. And well, you you know, Rob, my son called us before we started recording because it was after five o'clock, and he oh, jumps yeah, in to look at the fine. item shop. So mm -hmm. he was telling me what was there, telling me that. Um, the, the soccer field, the indoor soccer field is gone. Yep, um, it is. It went out today, I guess, and now there's some junk rifts or something in the game, and so it's always changing. So he calls me all the time. He calls me every day. Hey, Dad, look what's in the in the item shop. <laughs> so <laughs> I know if anything's cool is going to be in there, I'm going to know about it just by him calling me. But uh, or so right now, what I happens. what I would expect to happen, of course, is that when he calls you, you actually tell him that you actually bought all that stuff already. <laughs> Sometimes I've been like, 
Yeah, I know. I got it. What? You bought it? Oh, wish I had it. I'm thinking, I know. I bet you do. <laughs> so, save your save, V-Bucks. Save your V-Bucks, but he doesn't. No, no. It's... He's going to be crying here when the season's over because he gets him built up and then something in the item shop every day catches his eye. And so, but it's all right. No, and you know, it would be one thing if those all that stuff was like 150 V Bucks, 200 V Bucks. No, but they're five, eight, 1200, 1500, 2000. 2000. Yeah. That's tw- 2000 is 20 bucks. I know. He was, so, he was trying to get me to buy something the other day. I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, that's $20. I'm not going to spend $20 on a skin when, yeah, they're cool. And there was one I really liked the other day. It was really neat. Oh yeah, which but one? But I'm like, it, I don't remember the name of it, but it was, it was either red or blue. You could have either one, and it had like, it was like a full suit of armor, and it had all this oh like, yeah digital lights and flashing on it. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it was really cool looking. I liked the blue one, but I'm like, I've got the character that I like to run with, and it, it's when I do change. And this this makes no sense, and I know it's just in my head, but I still think it's science is going to prove me right someday. Anytime I change characters or change a skin to try to do a challenge, all of a sudden I can't kill anybody. It's like my game goes to, goes downhill, and it's like I got to go back to the skin I'm used to playing with, and then all of a sudden my game's back up. Yep. <laughs> so why do I want to spend twenty dollars for a skin that's going to make me? <laughs> shoot bad <laughs> that, that's not crazy talk that is truth that does happen <laughs> so it's like you, you have your skin it's like the good luck <laughs> who knows what it is it's definitely right. in our heads but uh <laughs> there is truth to it this is, that's why i always play that for like a year and a half i've been playing the same character every day yeah even though I, you know you get other skins all the time you know especially with the battle pass and and all that, but still go to yeah. that same one. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, that's it for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, I, I've been playing a really fun game called Bronchitis. Oh, that was not fun. I'm I'm told it can last up to about uh, another couple weeks. So during parts of this episode, I will hopefully be muting myself. If if all of these Folks here that have been listening to for a long time, remember when Wing used to cough all the time during the show? This is me now. <laughs> it's been a while since you did that. You know that, Mark? That's so good. So it's my turn. My turn. I hope to keep it that way. Yeah. So I'll, I'll try to mute myself and, and see how it goes because the coughs, coughing fits usually last a little bit. But um, outside of that, um, played a little bit of Fortnite Messed around on the dash a little bit, uh, just doing my insider stuff. I'm hoping to get some time coming up here in the next week or two where things are kind of slowing down. Summer is winding down and sickness and conventions are winding down. So, we, Mark, we got to set up a play date yes. so we can play a, a Wolfenstein. Yes. But uh, yeah, that's about it. You know the usuals, other usuals as well. Uh, asphalt or asphalt, asphalt legends, of course, always good. Clash Royale, always a good time. And I 
think that's about it. Yeah. Alrighty. So a couple quick things before we get on with the roundtable. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, been a long time listener, you know, 10 plus years, you know, if you want to support the show, you can do that through Patreon at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. Also search for us, This Xbox Life on there. It's another way to find us. Uh, definitely not required. Definitely appreciated. Um, also, you can leave us a tip at thisxboxlife.com forward slash donate. Also subscribe to us on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. So unlike Ninja, the Fortnite streamer, we are on Twitch and Mixer. So that's a differentiator between us. And then also, uh, if you're a Twitch user and you're a Amazon Prime subscriber, I guess it's a subscription. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can have Twitch Prime when you link the two accounts and you get a free subscription that you can throw to any show uh, once a month. You know, don't let them go to waste. You know, give them to a, a show that you like to support, and hopefully you give it to somebody that is up and coming. You know, as opposed to already a millionaire because they have millions of subscribers. So uh, thanks to FizzPop for subscribing to us uh, a little while ago. He's our most recent recent Twitch subscription. And um, that's about it here. <clears throat> so we'll go through the topics. I guess, uh, so how long have we been on so far? About 15 minutes already. So let's try to get through yeah. some of these quickly. There's quite a few. There's some from last week. <clears throat> and also a couple new ones uh, for, uh, for this, this just past week. Uh, first off, Frostpunk. This is a, a game that's been out on PC for a while now, at least a year, if not more. The graphics are pretty cool. At least I like them. This is, I guess, uh, an RTS-style game, right? Real-time strategy yep. uh, style game. And the whole premise of this game is, if you're not familiar with it, is you have like this generator in... Um, it's not an ice age, but it's some kind of like frozen world. Itself. Yeah. Frozen world. And your people are trying to survive. So you, you walk and then, you know, everybody's like making this big trek. You put down this generator and then you're building like, um, in a circular pattern around the generator, you're building different buildings and then you're controlling your people, having them go out and get things and it's a phenomenal game, but uh, the console version of this game has been rumored for a while, and looks like it's going to be launching on Xbox One on October 11th. That's only two months away. It seems it always seems like October is so far away, but it's it's August already. It is August right. Already. I mean, yeah, August twentieth. <clears throat> yeah, We're closer to September than we are July. Oh. So actually, we've only got one month of summer left. Oh. Yep. But uh, anyway, this is a fantastic game. It's been around for PC in a while. If you don't have it, uh, I could pick it up on PC now. <laughs> Play it and then switch over, get the, the, get the Xbox version when it comes out. But uh, yeah, it's going to be launching on October 11th and then a physical copy of the game 
on disc is going to be hitting retailers approximately a week later. And it looks like it's going to be $30. So fantastic game, definitely worth, uh, worth the time and all that good stuff. Oh, I got a cough. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Mark, please entertain. So the, the next item on the list is uh, Microsoft's next-gen Xbox, which we, are, which we are all waiting for. Um, my, uh, Phil Spencer, our favorite, our favorite <coughs> uh, Xbox guy, uh, was doing an interview with GameSpot. He's, he, he's the best leaker and data miner <laughs> for Xbox <laughs> information, right? <laughs> everything, awesome. yeah, everything he releases actually comes true. He's got a hundred percent hit rate. <laughs> uh, so he said that for their project Scarlet, they are focusing on, let's see, uh, da, 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 he said that consistency would be the top of the agenda for the new console, ensuring that games load fast and run at the highest frame rate possible. Um, crucially, uh, uh, backwards um, compatibility will play a major role in the console's design, uh, making sure that all four generations of content, so the original Xbox games run on your Xbox One today, the OG Xbox, the 360 games that run on your Xbox One, and your Xbox One games, uh, all these plus the new stuff will run on the next platform. Um, it's also saying it's uh, furthermore and in a move that Spencer says is a little bit new for Microsoft. The console will respect the compatibility of the controllers you already have. Spencer points to player investments and in personalized controllers and says the company wants to make sure those are compatible with future generations of the console as well. So I'd say they're going to continue to allow uh, Bluetooth, probably, It's which is where that will probably yeah. come mm-hmm. Um, so it's all good news. Upgrading to a new console be a headache um, with restrictions on backwards compatibility. But but yeah, uh, doesn't look, looks like they're going to have all that pre-planned. Hopefully, so that we won't go through those pains day one. Hopefully, we can have play our old all our old games. If oh, you don't mean buy something new? Learn learn from the past, that kind of thing. Yeah. Nice. We hope. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I thought this was kind of interesting, so I threw this in. So Descenders, this was a, a game that uh, went into Game Pass a couple weeks back. This is, it's like a, it's a bike game, not quite like Trials, right? The downhill like, it, mountain bike game. Yeah. Yeah, it's not quite like Trials or anything like that, but uh, it, it looks cool. It looks cool. Um I, I definitely dug it, but this is a game that uh, when it hit Game Pass, oh, I'm sorry, it's part of the May 2019 lineup, so that was more than a couple weeks ago. <laughs> time flies when you're having just fun, a right? couple weeks. I remember yeah. it was recent. I mean, time is just a blur lately. So two, three days, weeks, months. <laughs> yeah, so this game went into Game Pass with... Wolfenstein 2, Tacoma, Surge. And we always kind of talked about in the past that, you know, what happens to a game when they go into Games with Gold? What happens when it goes into Game Pass? Does that hurt the game? Does it help the game? You know, what is the effect that the publisher sees? Because there, there's var- varying things, right? There were some companies that 
Remember that game Braid? Didn't that guy like have a huge problem with Game Pass? Was that it? Not Game Pass, uh, Games with Gold. I, yeah, he had a problem with Microsoft in some aspects. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was. But, you know, it's like, so what happens to the game? And we don't really know, you know, how these companies are compensated. Is it like a flat fee? Is it one per, you know, like you get like five cents per game? Who, who We don't really know what that is and, and how they, um, as consumers, we don't know how they negotiate all that. And <clears throat> the... Uh, what was this guy? This guy's name is uh, Mike Rose. He's the founder of No More Robots, the publisher. And he did an interview with GameIndustry.biz, um, the website, and he revealed that despite some initial skepticism, right, of, of putting the game of Descenders on Game Pass, it actually increased their sales of the game because it game pass made the game more visible to potential customers. Yeah. And they saw sales quadruple. Wow. That's really interesting. It's like, I would think when some, most of these games, when they go into game pass, people wouldn't buy them. Do you know what I mean? It's like, they would just play them and then they're done. Especially if it's something that isn't very uh, time consuming, like Fortnite. Or something. Right. And they said uh, during their launch month, No More Robots saw Xbox sales of Descenders quadruple compared to their early access sales, despite not running any discounts on the game. And now they've settled into about three times as much as before. Hmm. So uh, to date, they've, uh, the game has been played by over 600,000 people. So I guess that this is one way that you know you could like let's say as a initial title from a publisher right you can do something like this get your name out and then maybe second time with your second you know second go around you can get uh better sales yeah. on your second title <clears throat> maybe not have to do it so it'll be interesting to see if no more robots comes out with another game sometime soon if they'll go down the same route already Okay, next up, um, this has been rumored for a long, long time, right? Mobile Xbox. What does that I, mean? How is it going to happen? What? I don't like what I'm seeing, Rob. I'll tell you that. Okay. I, I'm curious to why you say that, but. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so there's been a lot of talk, like, can Microsoft come out with a mobile console? You know, what can it be like? Is it going to be a Zune? We, we know how well Zune did. Even though it was a decent we product. Don't, we, don't, we don't need to go down that path. Yes. That's a painful path. Another Z superior product that uh, died in the dust. Yeah. That didn't get the chance. So, you know, there's been some talk, you know, how are they going to do it? You know, can they do it? Can they partner with, you know, Nintendo and use the Switch? Um. You know, lately, it seems like they might be totally going a different route in terms of a mobile platform with the whole xCloud system coming in to fruition here. And 
we got a little bit of a glimpse with a patent filing done in July of this year of something that could possibly be considered a mobile device now or a mobile gaming platform. Now, the only thing about this is that companies file patents all the time. They don't always come into a marketable product. It doesn't always happen, right? Yep. They're really just protecting their R&D for stuff that they've done, stuff that they've talked about. Yeah. So it's more about protecting intellectual property. So what Microsoft filed was a, so an Xbox handheld attaches to charges and charges an existing touchscreen device. So there's some renders that basically show, and are you looking at this, Mark? Yep. Yeah, so basically like. so basically what it does is it takes a cell phone, right? Which for most people is an amazing computing device, right? Because most people yeah. have devices that are like one to two years old. So there's a lot of power, there's a lot of you know graphics hardware in there that can uh you know just basically run circles around consoles from you know ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Right. Know. Right. But uh the biggest problem with gaming on a mobile device is no controllers. You know, some games are, you know, great for touchscreen like Clash Royale. I mean, that's an awesome game. You just drag or, you know, tap where you want things to go. But when it comes to first-person shooters, like I, I can't handle the thumbstick on the screen and the buttons, you know, because my, yeah. my fingers wander, yep. right? You know, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, it's not responding. And then you just get annihilated. Or I play Brawl Stars every now and again. That's another game from Supercell. It's actually pretty decent, but I actually have such a hard time playing it because of how I hold my thumb. If, if like your fingernail, if your thumb fingernail even like touches it, it causes problems with sensing on the yeah. on my screen so that's the biggest issue really and i think a lot of people are going to have because i mean you share this and i know other people that share the same issue um with touchscreen devices you know and what do you need you need joysticks well what does that mean do you have a controller do you have you know do you just use an xbox controller how do you hook it up do you do a cable do you do bluetooth if it's Bluetooth, is there a lag? You know, how, wh- how's that going to work? Well, what they, um, what they basically copied, not copyrighted, patented is joy pads that attach to either side of a phone that you put in a landscape format. And so now you have an analog thumbstick and a D-pad and then on the right side, you have, that was on the left side, on the right side, you have another analog stick and your buttons. So very much similar to a switch, right, with its Joy-Cons. But uh, there's some renders that somebody created um, based off of the patent application. And it shows these little joy-con like controllers that attach to either side of the phone 
I assume that they're probably going to be Bluetooth. I don't see any kind of easy connection system that you can attach to either side of a phone. But uh, they just attach to both sides. And the thing that I like about this render, if this is legit, is that they're big. You, you know what I mean? Joy-Cons are narrow and small. Yeah. They cramp my my hands. Right. And this is bigger for bigger hands, I guess, mm-hmm. is one way to look at it. So um, from what they say, the controller halves clip to the sides of the phone so that they don't overlap the screen edges. I think that'll be important for a lot of the phones now that don't have any kind of real bezel to talk about, right? Or I've got the Edge, the S9 uh, Plus Edge phone, which really doesn't have a bezel. It's got a curved screen on the side. So it's like you need to take all of that into account. You can't clip to the top of it. And it's going to come with built-in speakers, headphone jack, I'm a big fan of headphones myself. Not so much into the Bluetooth devices yet. But they do support wireless uh, headphones as well. So this would be kind of cool. So if you want to do some gaming on the go, I think the biggest obstacle is going to be that screen for phones. And this um, just removes that. So another thing to buy and another thing to charge and so I got to ask you, Mark, <clears throat> do you think that xCloud combined with these controllers is a suitable mobile device, like a mobile gaming device? No. Why is that? I don't like, so I'm looking at this render and I don't like I guess I'm looking at, you know, maybe I'm me, I'm negative Nancy today or whatnot, but I mean, I, 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 the idea I think is okay, but based on this render, I, I know people tend to like kind of, to me, the phone in the middle and, and I can't, I don't know what's behind it. If there's some solid, so, you'd have to have something solid behind this to brace that phone because I can see as you're pressing in on your thumbsticks, you're going to naturally bend these. It's not going to mm-hmm. stay straight, right? Because you don't have a side. It doesn't look like a solid piece. It looks like two things that you clip on. So, and, and according to this, I mean, you're barely, that phone is barely in, in this. I don't think there's a lot of support. I think this is something that would break easily. I think our, I think people would probably, their phones would pop out of this very easily from some heavy use. Um, also, do I have to take it out of my case? Looking at the render, yeah. It's, there's no way for them to make something like this that will support. Everybody's got a phone case. Very few people I ever see run around with their phones not in some kind of protective cover. This shows a phone without any kind of case on it. So how's it going to work? How's it going to plug in if you've got a, a case? You know, I, I I believe this is being filed simply because uh, some some third party will probably try to do something like this and they're filing it saying they did it. So if anyone else does it, they can just sue them and make money for it. I don't believe Microsoft's going to come out with this. You know, I I just don't think it's going to work. I, you have way too many variables in the types of phones. Like you said, some have curved screens, some don't have bezels. Just about everyone's going to have it in a case. What about different sizes? They change sizes constantly. You know, is that, 
you know, is the, the, the clips there, do they press out? Is it like spring loaded so you can have different size phones? Um, you, not everybody's port is the same. How, do, how does it connect? You know, um, it just, I don't, I think the phones, the phone market is too, there's too many variables there for them to say, we're going to do this and it'll work on your phones. I, I just don't believe that. Mm -hmm. So I'm a naysayer. <laughs> yeah. And they looking at the patent uh, document itself at a hefty 21 pages. This must've been just fantastic to write. But uh, it also has a... Well, there is another... I'm sorry. I want to go back real quick. You look at the... I, so I just scrolled down to the render, the next one. Those are two individual... There is nothing behind that phone. You got these tiny little plastic things coming out from each side that are somehow going to snap onto your phone. Dude, so Those will break in the first use if I have my hands on So them. those renders were just done by somebody, right? They are not official. <clears throat> They're not official at all. But and, all my other, okay, yeah. But all my other statements still still mm -hmm. hold water. All the phones are different. Shaped, sizes, bases, right. uh, connections. It's just, I think it's too much for something like this to be a, a viable solution for Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they'd have, like you said, they'd have to come up with some significant attachment system. Yeah. Right? And who knows what that is. Because at some point you're going to limit yourself to devices, right? Just make you know. this make a switch type of console where it's all attached, like the new the new Switch Lite, where the con the, where the controllers don't detach. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, it, it's got a little smaller screen, but that would be I think perfect for Xbox, like for X Cloud or whatever. Bring out something like that where it's just a solid handheld. You know, I mean, if Nintendo can do it, they're going to do it. And that, that new one they're bringing out is only going to be like 200 bucks. I, I think Microsoft could do the same thing. They could release the same type. This type of setup right here, what I'm looking at, but remove the phone and put a permanent screen in there with their own hardware, release it for 200 bucks, and I think people would buy it. Yeah. I, I would. Yeah. The but using these type of things, janky things you attach to your phone, no. <laughs> yeah because it would have to be like uh just to hold the two controllers together right you'd have to have something thick possibly heavy now you're holding something heavy like a tablet right, right. so you may as well go with a tablet and the one downside that i see of these kind of devices is just that it limits you to certain a certain form factor so like let's say smartphones right within a certain size you can only use them with those potentially but what if somebody wants to use like a you know seven eight or ten inch tablet as as their gaming platform you know it might not be able to attach to something that large right so would you prefer to have like that thing that they used in their demo where it's a controller with like a little stand that holds the phone at an angle above the controller. Do you think that that's better? Like if you're using a mobile device? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? You remember when they did? I do. That? I'm trying to think if I, I would prefer that over this. Mm -hmm. I think that's a more viable solution. Um, 
but I think that would still be uncomfortable, possibly with the weight of the phone on added onto the top of that controller. But oh yeah, it's it's more of a viable solution than what this is. Because right now, when we do gaming, you you sometimes hold the controller on your lap, sometimes you hold it in front of you. Here, you're gonna have to con- you're gonna have to hold the controller at a certain angle to see the screen well. And one thing that I'm finding more and more now is when I'm playing on my phone, doesn't matter what the game is, I have to wear reading glasses. <laughs> the eyes don't see so good no more. You know, that's not, that's not a problem that you have with a 40 plus inch display, you know, a couple of feet away from you. That's true. <laughs> but. Yep. No, so we'll we'll see what comes of this. The patent application um, was also geared towards a charging device as well, where you have a charging device and you snap these two separate controllers uh, into it so that they can charge. And that looks interesting as well. But we'll see if uh, patent 10348108B2 actually happens if anything ever becomes of this oh wow so they were actually granted the patent on july 9th 2019 and they filed this back in november of 2017 so it's been a while in the works this is definitely not something new hey and uh thanks to brun for subscribing to us yet again and he says hey guys What's up, bud? What's up, bro? What's up? <laughs> so, right. anyway, I think it's about enough of that. Okay. Okay, and then there. So, Mixer has become talk of the town lately, especially with Ninja jumping ship, right? And uh, I'm sure a lot of folks followed him over to Mixer. They probably didn't even know what Mixer was. Before, right? Zelda was it's Twitch. Superior platform, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brent says, when can you come back for a show? You, my friend, have an open invitation. At least that's my stance. What say you, Mr. Mark? <laughs> anytime. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Now? Okay. A- yeah, anytime. Or he can take over for if, me, so I can go back to prepping for my trip tomorrow. No, I'm playing Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna go prep for my trip. Whatever, and dude, then, I got so much work to do still from today. Then I, then we see oh. Mark scored rare achievement yeah. <laughs> in Fortnite. So, and yeah. t- try to blame your kids. Oh, that was my son. Like a story. <laughs> exactly. Anytime, bro. Let Anytime. us know what you want. Anytime and every time. All right. Uh, so, uh, you know, Mixer has been, uh, you know, sort of in the limelight lately. Uh, at least more so than it was before, I think. And uh, there was some talk of giving benefits, Mixer benefits, to Xbox Game Pass members. So I think this is probably a little bit more than a rumor, but we'll see if anything becomes of this. And what they say is, so like right now, um, there's what, free access? right? Which is what I think a lot of people have. So you get free access 
to Mixer, and then they also it, have a pro it's, subscription. It's free for everybody, and and they've had that pro version for a while, but they still mm-hmm. don't do any ads. But my understanding is the ads are about to get launched. What even so, for pro? Not for pro. The, if you okay. pay that seven ninety nine a month, you will be an ad free. But uh, there are ads coming to Mixer. But before everybody goes, what? No, that's terrible. Just hold on and hear the whole story. Mm-hmm. So, but just so you know, right now Mixer is free and there's no ads on. But that that ad support for the platform is coming. Yeah. So yeah, Pro includes ad-free, early access to new features, and uh, they say bonus experts for chat and Mixer's progression system. Now, yeah, it's like an XP boost uh, in the system. Like, I'm level, what am I? I'm a level 106, 106 on Mixer. Okay. And then, so that's like overall, all a Mixer, that's my level because, and you gain that just by watching, um, watching or streaming. So your level goes up all the time that you're on Mixer. Uh, basically, that says I've been on Mixer for a lot. Um, then in the chat, like if I look right now, I'm a level 22 in our chat. Um, and then so you get you get leveled up in each of your, you know, as you chat and stuff or you you add sparks like Brun just did. Um, oh, now he just added another thousand. Now he's a level one. He's got the badge next to him. So you'll level up by adding sparks and stuff. And Brun, hold on to those sparks for me. I'll tell you why in a few minutes. But <laughs> don't, don't don't spend them all right now. Let them build up. So, but that that's so being a pro, you kind of get like a bonus. So you'll level up faster. It's like a double XP type of thing for games. Mm-hmm. So right now, if you're a Twitch Prime subscriber, right, you get a couple of benefits. You get the loot, right? So you get <clears throat> free games, sometimes uh, add-ins or loot for, you know, DLC for games. Like what, you get those Overwatch boxes. Um, I've gotten Fortnite skins in the past <clears throat> and some other things. And... What if Mixer had something similar? So there was a question that was posed to Phil Spencer about, uh, you know, can they do give benefits to live or gold subscribers? And he responded, we're always listening and learning. Lots of people have suggested we find some connection between Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate and mixer subs, which makes a ton of sense, good ideas. So maybe if the boss man thinks it's a good idea, maybe something will happen with this because Microsoft really wants Mixer to grow, right? Yes. They, they want it to be at the same level as Twitch, if not greater. Because right now Twitch is kind of like the main one. Yes. I don't I don't know if, if there's something if there's a competing system in China, that might be, um, probably. And there's YouTube gaming, but I, I don't know how YouTube gaming pairs. Yeah. Um, it might just be YouTube overall. So probably Twitch, YouTube, and then Mixer's probably third. 
I don't know that for sure, but I, I watched all three, and you know, it's not it's not that I'm a Microsoft fan or anything. I I love Amazon, so I you know I am a Amazon supporter, Prime member. I thought it was cool when they when they bought Twitch and stuff, but um, I personally think that Mixer is a nicer platform. I it, it feels fresh, new. Twitch just feels the same. It's like dated. You know, maybe it, it, it does feel very dated. Um, and uh, you know, they just need to update the look. I think, and it would be fine. Uh, as for the quality of the streams, I got no no problems there. But again, Mixer, like if we were streaming to Mixer alone, their FTL, which is faster than light streaming, works. So mm-hmm. as I say a word, you are hearing it about as close to live as possible where twitch or yeah twitch has always been about an eight second delay now we have delays right now on mixer because we stream to youtube twitch and mixer all at the same time so that introduces a lag um but if rob and i said if we decided to go to mixer only it would be an actual live like you would as we're saying stuff live live here and at the same time mm-hmm. yeah it, it's and it's amazing i've I've done like streaming of games on here and like, it's just nice that I can say something and instantly the people are responding to me in the chat. Like there's not like an eight second, 10 second delay. So it it really is a nice platform. People should check it out. Um, Don't hate on it just because it's Microsoft. They are, they're investing in it. They're putting time, money into it. I don't know. I don't want to go too far. And I don't know if you're going to talk about, the benefits for all streamers on the platform is that is that in no. here no okay so you know they've got mixers got their spark system so you gain sparks as you watch um and then you can you know do you know donate your sparks or use your sparks to they call skills um and it puts little pictures or little animations on the screen and what that's done for streamers who are affiliated they actually get paid based on the amount of sparks that they get. Now then Microsoft added in embers. So embers is sparks you get just by watching the stream. Like right now I've got like 52,000 sparks. Um, and I gave 200,000 away earlier to, to a streamer. I usually, I watch it usually on a daily basis. It's just up while I'm working and I'll, I'll throw a couple hundred thousand sparks uh, every, about every other day uh, towards that streamer. And um, so those don't cost me anything, but it's a way for me to support the streamers. They get paid. Now, those types of things are about to change, but they, they added embers. So embers means I can go and basically spend money and then give those embers to the streamer and the streamer gets, you know, gets that money and they get all that. So like where the, I think the sparks is maybe a percentage. Um, the, the embers like goes to them. Um, so now they're doing a change coming up here. I don't know if it's gone into effect or it's about to happen where the embers is going to be the way that everybody gets paid. Um, but the sparks will allow streamers. So when you reach, like if you get so many sparks, the more sparks you get, then you get like an additional bonus attached to the amount of embers that you get paid out. So you can make more money by having people give you sparks. Now, here's where it gets really cool. Right now, it's uh, you got to be affiliated. Like, same with Twitch. You got to be affiliated. You got to be a part, or a partner or whatever. 
Mixer is going to go to, to the, I think it's going to be at the end of this month or in September where they're going to, everybody can get paid. All streamers. So if you just stream off your Xbox and you're just sitting there having fun and you, you build an audience, people can give you embers or they can give you sparks and they can support you and you can get paid. Now, I don't have the full details. I haven't read all of it. It's just stuff I've been uh, catching uh, here and there uh, over the past month. But it's uh, supposed to be launching here, I think, by the end of the month. And I like that because everybody can get paid. Um, doesn't mean everyone's going to if you don't have a good show. But uh, And it makes it nice. So, like, right now, um, I was telling Brun, hold off on your sparks. Because people do come in and they... They throw sparks at us. It's meaningless for us. We don't get anything. Now, when the change happens and takes place here, then when you guys are throwing sparks or embers our way, then yes, you will then now be financially supporting TXL. Uh, so that that's awesome. And um, again, you don't even have to do your own podcast. Just anybody sitting there on their Xbox streaming or PC or PlayStation, whatever, you're using Mixer, you can get paid. That's huge for a beginning streamer, you know. Yeah. Young folks that are just, uh, you know, starting out. That's that's amazing. Did you hear? Yeah. Did you hear what happened uh, to Ninja and Twitch? Mm-hmm. This was in the last couple of days that this no, I hit the I news waves. Know. So apparently, um, they were kind of, I'll say, abusing uh ninja's channel where at least these are the claims where the twitch platform was using ninja's channel to promote other people yes that oh i heard that yeah and and this is where you know this is something that happened to him and supposedly not other people they had him on some kind of like new system and it even went as far as like some guy was broadcasting a couple hours of like explicit um, content, yeah. gaming content. And it was basically a recommended channel f- uh, on Ninja's channel. And uh, yeah. so apparently Ninja leaving uh, Twitch is, you know, he's not sad about it. And yeah. uh, supposedly the Twitch folks have reverted his uh, old channel to a normal channel since uh, since this news got out. But, uh, yeah, it seems like they're not apologetic for what they did. They just said, we did this, and now we're not. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's just doesn't make any sense um and it's sad that that would happen i mean the guy just changed employers like rob how many employers have you worked for since you graduated high school how many have i worked for how many have brun worked for it happens everybody changes jobs and i don't know why the the people the 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 dumb internet people out there yes all, all you idiots out there think that oh you how dare you leave twitch and go to mixer who cares? He got more money. You're, that's the goal. There, you know, uh, the gamers seem to have this like idea that you have to live and die by a corporate logo. 
Uh, that's not the way the real world works. Right. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I got my corporate logo on my shirt today. I just know that I was wearing it, but doesn't mean next week this won't be yellow. You know, <laughs> it might be my. I could be working for the competitor next week. You never know. Things happen. Things change. We get people. I think I mentioned this a week or two ago when we were talking about this. People move around. People get a better offer. They they go. I get offers all the time um, to to go other places, and it's it's. We get people in all the time from our competitors, and we get people from our company that go to sure. other places. No big deal. It's life. They're they're doing something better to better their career, make more money, and who cares? Absolutely. You know, so, news anchors switch channels all the time, right? Yeah. Same thing on radio, right? TV and radio. Um, people change, change underwear, companies. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, it's okay. Do, they, do these people not change their underwear like either because they get they get devoted to that yeah. one pair? <laughs> Exactly. No. Anyways, we got about 19 minutes, Rob. Yeah. And uh, I know you can't see this, Mark, but I have my uh, corporate logo as well on my shirt. It's the Batman symbol. Whatever. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Batman. Your, cor- your corporate logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, actually, I'm, I'm going to, ju- here, that's enough of that. Uh, I'm going to jump forward and say, speaking of, changing employers and poaching and all that good stuff. Um, now I can't find the story. It, it looks like uh, the initiative has been uh, poaching people from uh, other companies. So the initiative is that uh, Xbox Games Studio, Studio, right? Right. Yeah, Xbox. Yeah, it's Xbox Game Studio, right? Yeah, it's the new one of of all the different companies. And then there's the initiative, which is the new one that they're building as opposed to ones, uh, you know, that they purchased. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how they hired some, uh, some really good uh, talent acquisition folks, AKA HR. And um, they released a couple days ago that, uh, They've signed yet more top talent to the initiative. A couple of the folks that they snagged recently was Apex Legends designer Sean Slayback, uh, along with Uncharted 4 artist Ryan Trowbridge. There's a Bioware animator, Ryan Duffy, and uh, Justin Walters that... uh, was an artist for the 2016 version of doom. Yeah. So these folks are joining, uh, other folks, including designers, writers, and artists that have worked on God of war, tomb Raider, red dead redemption, um, along as coming from naughty dog, EA rockstar and other companies. So, you know, it could be that this just happens at every company, but, uh, you know, this is stuff that we're finding out about the initiative. So, you know, folks jump ship from place to place and it'll be interesting to see if the initiative comes out with some new intellectual property as opposed to just, I don't know, coming up with something old. What's well, like an old Microsoft title. I can't think of one. I'd like a new fable or something. Yeah. Although that wouldn't be a bad thing, Fable's cool. I, yeah, but I would rather see something brand new. Yeah, 
come out of there. Not a not a rebuild it. of an old franchise. I get it. All right, then this is a shocker for me. I I didn't see this coming, but digital pre-orders are open for The Walking Dead: The Telltale Definitive Series. Isn't that's crazy? I mean, the studio went under. Was it this year or last year? I don't remember. It was within the last year. It yeah. went under. A lot of the games stopped production immediately. I was sad to see that there wasn't any follow-up to The Wolf Among Us, which uh, I think both of us liked. And Brun says, Lee is a zombie, and he is correct. Lee is a zombie. <laughs> <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so it's uh, pre-orderable, pre-downloadable. Uh, it comes out on September 10th. Not supportable. <laughs> yeah. And the definitive series is selling for $49. Oh, and like let's it. see. So this contains all four seasons, 400 days, and The Walking Dead Michonne. Uh, it says this includes over 50 hours of gameplay across 23 unique episodes. Um, graphical enhancements, behind-the-scenes bonus features. Um, hopefully it doesn't stutter too much like the previous ones did. And, um, yeah, I just was really shocked that there's a definitive edition of this thing yeah. coming out. I thought it was pretty much done. And we wouldn't hear anything more from them, especially since they got pulled from the stores. Um, <clears throat> and then... Uh, here, we'll try to get through the rest of it uh, fairly quick. We're at the one-hour mark right now. Yeah, these are, these are. let me run through. The next couple are mine. So I'll make them brief. Um, just, oh, yes. This is kind of neat. The Quantic, so if you're familiar with Quantic Dreams, um, if you're an Xbox player, you won't know who they are. If you're a PlayStation guy, you definitely know who they are. Um, they have not been a Sony first-party studio, but they have basically only produced PlayStation exclusives. They've done stuff like Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and the more recent Detroit Become Human. Um, I guess some of those are now coming to PC this year. But uh, David David Cage has stated that this um, Quantic Dream is going to be multi-platform going around or going forward. So unless there's any like exclusive deals that they already have with Sony, um, all their games going forward are going to be on all platforms at launch. Very cool. So that's really cool. So uh, that's that's a good a good win for Xbox. I myself kind of want to play Detroit Become Human. Um, I didn't like Heavy Rain myself. Um, I did try that on the PlayStation back way back in the day, but uh, Detroit Become Human looked good. So maybe we'll get to see that on PC and play it there. But uh, we got more stuff coming from them now. On the flip side of that, what I don't have in here came out. I just read today, I believe it was, um, Insomniac has been acquired by Sony. So yeah, that's that sucks mm-hmm. because um, Sunset Overdrive 2 is uh, definitely not going to be on Xbox now. So, um, we did, as we gained one, we lost one. But, uh, uh, oh well, it is what it is. So, um, so we just need Microsoft to buy Sony. There you go. They probably It'll could. It'll be back. Um, then the next one is it on the it kind of a, on the same note. This thing, games from the new Xbox first party developers might launch on PlayStation and Switch. Um, so, 
this this is kind of rattles my brain because you know Microsoft's gotten hit all these time all the all this time for like no exclusives and they go out and buy all these developers and it's like yes we're getting all this exclusive stuff and then they come out and say well there is potential for first party studios to release games on non Microsoft platforms. Traditionally, when the platform acquires a studio, it buys the rights to publish every future game on its own consoles. But Xbox is toying with leniency. In an interview with Games Game Informer, Xbox First Party Studios boss Matt Booty said that Microsoft-owned developers like Double Fine and, and Obsidian might still be able to create games for rival platforms in the future. He revealed Xbox would consider allowing studios to continue creating multi-platform games after being acquired Thing. I think that the question is less binary about should it be on Switch, should it be on PlayStation, and more does it make sense for the franchise? So, it doesn't see, I, I think their big AAA stuff still going to be exclusive, but it may, we yeah. still might Switch and Nintendo might still, uh, I'm sorry, Nintendo and Sony still might see some stuff from the developers uh, that are part of Xbox Studios. Yeah, there was an article today on uh, Gamma Sutra yeah. about this. I saw this earlier where um, they got a a message from Microsoft and, you know, again, in relation to the Ori and the Blind Forest and stuff, come to Switch and all that. And in the statement, the spokesperson clarified that existing agreements from newly acquired studios will be honored, but Microsoft-owned platforms will be the focus for any game studios teams they said as these new studios are transitioned in we are aware of some existing commitments to other platforms and will honor them however going forward these new studios will focus on making games for our platforms we have no plans to further expand our exclusive first party games to other consoles we continue to believe deeply in cross play and progression of games with the right flexibility for developers to ensure a fair and fun experience. So I guess that's a little bit of more detail, more recent stuff. Yeah. On this. So sorry, no Halo on Switch until there right. is Halo on Switch. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't expect to see that. No Cuphead on Here's Switch. An, yeah. Until well, Cuphead on Switch. Exactly. Cuphead is coming to Switch. Yeah, it is. Right? Yep. <laughs> so, and it's getting a TV show. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right. Gamescom. Is that it? Okay. That's it for me, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so Gamescom uh, is this week. Did you get the, Did you get a chance to watch that uh, inside I, Xbox? No, I have not. Yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of these. So this inside Xbox is more sea of thieves oh no no so i've got a love-hate relationship with inside xbox i want it to be (laughs) i I want it to be good i've liked ones in the past but some of them they just don't deliver and they're kind of boring and the people are just over the top so this particular one didn't have uh didn't have major nelson it did not have um oh Jeff Healy? No. Or Jeff? No. Um, I, I know who you're talking about. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, but he's from the Major Nelson yeah, he's, show. Yeah, he's yeah. he's part of the podcast that they do. Right. And uh, so often it's them, and then uh, 
Graham, what, AC Bongos? Yeah. I believe is his name. And, he, you know, he's been on there. And, you know, they're okay. I mean, they're, they're okay. But this one was done by, uh, I think, m- most of the European crew. And these guys were just over the top. And, yeah, Brunt said in the chat, the people doing it seem so fake, cringeworthy. I, I agree <laughs> on both counts. You know, it's sort of like people looking, you know, like, you know, eyes wide open, like, this is what's coming next, you know, talking to the camera. And it's like, come on. I, I know you want to build hype, but it's it's just too much. So I started watching it. It was like an hour and a half-ish or so, I believe. And I found myself, I had to skip through it. Like, <laughs> you know, I'd watch the trailers and then they would start interviewing and I'm like, I, I can't watch this. The one thing that was kind of interesting was they had Borderlands 3 on there. And I really want to know about Borderlands 3 because I'm very interested in the game. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to listen to this strictly from the fact of I want the game to be a surprise. I don't want them to just, you know, I don't, I don't want to know more about the game. I want to experience everything fresh firsthand, right? Not that they're going to give any big spoilers, but I just decided just to skip that uh, section altogether, even though I wanted to see it. But uh, yeah, it just the stuff was, the, the people were annoying that were hosting it. I really, I apparently prefer Jeff and uh, Major Nelson. But, uh, you know, going back to what, before my little tangent here, uh, this was uh, the week of the Inside Xbox, and we're just going to quickly go over the stuff that they talked about. So uh, first off, they talked about uh, Devil May Cry 5 is coming to Game Pass, and it is there now. So... When was that? Monday? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, yesterday, Monday was when uh when the episode released. So uh Devil May Cry 5 is coming to Game Pass, along with a bunch of other games, which I was gonna talk about in a separate section of the round table, but I may as well just talk about it now. Uh Stellaris Console Edition, Age of Empires Definitive Edition. <clears throat> uh, those joined uh, Ape Out and Kingdom Come Deliverance are going to be added on August 22nd. That is on Thursday, right? Two days from today. Yeah, Thursday. And we have a Blair Witch that's going to be added to Game Pass, both on console and PC on August 30th. And I have to cough. Please hold. Mm-hmm. Humans fall flat. We'll be getting a new free level on both Xbox One and August. The game is also on Game Pass. Yes. I I guess I didn't talk about the console and so forth versions. With the Game Pass, um, Stellaris Console Edition, of course, is coming to console. Age of Empires Definitive Edition is going to be on PC. And uh, so those got added. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition is going to be out on November 14th. And this is interesting. It's going to be on Steam and the Microsoft Store. Isn't that kind of funky that they're <laughs> allowing Steam releases? Yeah. Why no well, Epic still, Store? I'm just curious. 
I, you know, Microsoft doesn't care how you buy it, I don't think. They just want everybody playing. Yeah. So the new definitive edition of Age of Empires 2. And so here's the distinction. What came into Game Pass or um, what's coming out on the 22nd is Age of Empires definitive edition. So that's the first one. Age of Empires 2 is going to be out on <clears throat> is going to be out on uh, November 14th. And it adds uh, supposedly an improved AI, which means I'll be annihilated every game, uh, 4K graphics, and in other uh, improvements, including four new factions. And they say anyone who already owns the HD version on Steam will be able to get the new version at a discount. Oh, and Andrew is in uh, in the YouTube chat. Hi, Andrew. Andrew from Down Under. Hey, hey what's up? And uh, let's what's see. Down? Yes. Down? Yeah, the answer to Brun is yes, we're still using slabs. Mm-hmm. Um, watching and thank, different chat screens. And thanks to Cut Over Boat uh, 1454 for following. But uh, let's see, Gears Pop. It's going to be coming out on August 22nd on iOS, Android, and Windows 10. Already already pre-ordered. Yes. Yeah, yes. there it is. Same here. It's uh, it's interesting. Did Okay, so you're on Android, right? Yep. Was there a price? No. Uh, mine just said pre-order. I didn't. It said, okay, pre-ordered. Like, was it free? It didn't tell me if it was a free game, if there was a cost to it. I'm hoping it's free because <laughs> I no. it says I pre-ordered it. <laughs> yeah, on, on Android you pre-register. I, I don't have my phone; it's on the charger right now, so I'll look it up real quick. But, uh, but nowhere here does it say anything about a cost. Which, so I'm assuming it's a free game that will offer in in-app purchases, much like Clash Royale or anything like that. Yeah, it's so, but you know, it's your typical free-to-play style game. Hopefully not. Hopefully it's free to play, not uh, pay to win. Yeah, I'm this. I think this will look. This looks like it's going to be fun. I will, I can see myself possibly if this is like a Clash Royale type of game, which it kind of looks like it might be sort of similar, to that, but with pop characters. I think this could end Gears of War. Yeah, I think uh, this will be my new Clash Royale replacement. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you don't need a replacement. <laughs> All right. You don't have to replace it. From, I mean, I really don't remember the uh, gameplay that they showed back at E3, which is where I first saw, hey, I got to get this thing. But <clears throat> it really reminds me a little more of like a Brawl Stars style game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they said they wanted to invent something new, if I remember right, like a new style game, which basically means anything new is just ripping off from various games, right? Right. I'm curious. Uh, two days. Yeah. Two more days. Let's say explosive PvP battles. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, so the day that I fly back home, that's Thursday. So I'll be able to play it on the plane. <laughs> Oh, oh nice. no, I won't because you need internet connection. Never mind. Well, I'll be playing it. I'll be playing it in the airport while I wait for my flight. <laughs> who knows? You can maybe purchase a an extremely laggy internet connection on the plane. <laughs> no way. Not doing it. All right, let's keep going. Yeah, they they I, do I, say a network connection is required to play. 
Yes, because it's player versus player. Yeah, so they say um, collect and upgrade dozens of iconic Gears of War heroes and villains, each designed with an adorable Funko Pop vinyl design. Build ultimate squad and lead them to victory in the arena. And so you, you will compete with other um, collectors and competitors around the world in a fast pace and fast paced tactical cover combat. So I'm definitely looking forward to this. Um, we'll probably make a clan or whatever, right? You know it. Of this and uh, looking forward to it. So TX, this two, one's got to be a two more days. Plan, sure. Not a Justice Clan. <laughs> Justice Clan TXL. <laughs> okay. All right. um, and I, I do got to say, okay, so I've I've gotten bit by the pop bug. You can see I've yeah. got some right over here. Okay. I have an entire shelf full. That's why these are over here because I've run out of room. This is, so Rob, do you watch The Office? No, I don't. What? No. All right. That guy's annoying. Show. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I love The Office. I I'm I've yeah. watched it probably eight times through. But this is my these are all brand new. They just came out. This pre-ordered the office collection. So I've got uh Toby versus Michael. I got Michael Scott, Pam Beasley, Jim Halpert, Dwight Schrute, Kevin Malone, and Daryl Philbin. <laughs> and um my kids and I I found out that the pop factory is right here north of Seattle. Oh wow! So this weekend, um, I'm taking my boys up there. My daughter, she's not interested. So, but uh, and she's got she's like nerds activity going all weekends. But yes, my little one is so excited. Very <laughs> I'm scared cool. because I'm afraid of what I'm going to want to buy and what he's going to want. But we're going to check it. They supposedly have a really neat tour of museum and uh, looking forward. It's supposed to be a really neat place to visit. So we will. I'll be at the pop. The smell of plastic in the air. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, anyways, that's yeah. a side note. I know you can't see this, Mark, but maybe. Well, I'll, I'll show you later. I got my. This is my Fortnite character, Valor. I have. I think you got that same one. Myself. Yeah. I I saw it. I picked it up. I I've not wanted to get into the Fortnite pops, but oh, you got a small one. Oh, you saw that. Is that yeah. the small? I don't know. That looks. That looks. That doesn't look like a full size. I didn't know what what's full size. Uh, She's about maybe four inches tall. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just used to seeing them in the box. That's probably oh, why. <laughs> yeah. Mine are <laughs> not in the box. So I got this one. My son got a couple of them. There's reindeer or something. I forgot. See, like here's. I guess that's about right. So that's the two pack. So I guess that's about right. It's just like, if they look so much bigger when they're in Toby the box. Toby and Michael. Yeah. But if I took them out, yeah, they'd be the right size. Mm -hmm. So anyway, all right, let's get through through this other stuff. So Gears Pop, August 22nd, along with um, Age of Empires, right? Coming out on that day. Um, let's see. November 14th for Age of Empires. We say British actor Idris Elba will be in NBA 2K20's career mode, as well as uh, Rosario Dawson. Uh, let's see, Ghost War, the multiplayer mode for Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint is going to feature eight players facing off in two teams of four fighting in maps that have stores closing in around them 
similar to other style games that we might know. <laughs> also, it's going to have dedicated servers. PUBG is going to be getting cross-play between PS4 and Xbox One in an update coming out in October. Let me see if there was a date on that. Nope. I don't see a date on that. Looks like early October. So what does that mean? Uh, 31 days? <laughs> sure. Early October means nothing, unfortunately, when it comes to releases. Yep. Big surprise, there's two new controller designs. It, it seems like every episode they come out with two new controllers. So these are sort of meh, in my opinion. There's a camouflage one that's okay. It's called Night Ox. And then there's a sport blue that has a geometric pattern on it. Yeah. Do you think that's a typo? Night Ox? I bet you that was supposed to be night ops. <laughs> night ox doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> Maybe. Plus, you know, it looks like a military camouflage. I would think night ops would be better. But anyways, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Night ops, night ox. E- either way, it's meh. I vastly prefer the Gears 5 one. Yeah. <laughs> that is probably one of the coolest ever. Then uh, Empire of Sin has a release date of spring 2020. Uh, Empire of Sin, if you're not familiar with that, that's a, um, I won't say like gangland kind of thing. And when I say gangland, I mean like 1920s gangsters. Think uh, Al Capone, Untouchables kind of stuff. Um. It's uh, done by Romero Games, which, uh, if you're familiar with that name, if it piqued your interest, like Romero, <laughs> is that of id Software fame? Yes, it is. John Romero. He founded uh, this game or this company in uh, 2015. And actually, let me see if they've released any games to date. I think this is their first one. Um, I don't know, can't find anything. For oh, first game was an HD reskinned Dangerous Dave mm. game. Second game was Gunman Taco Truck. Jeez. <laughs> and uh so now they have Empire of Sin. Looks interesting. Um we'll see uh when this thing releases how it, how it turns out to be. We know that at least he's worked on popular stuff in the past, right? Okay. Then uh, Microsoft is going to have XO19. So we had XO18 last year. So we have XO19 this year. It's on November 14th in London. Um, Metro Exodus is going to have DLC. Uh, It came out today, actually. Uh, It's called The Two Colonels. You're going to get a big flamethrower. And then uh, Gears of War 5 is going to have Horde Mode. I don't know if anybody's shocked about that. And uh, players are going to have custom abilities uh, such as going invisible, x-ray vision, uh, and calling in airstrikes. So that's some interesting stuff. I We just say, even what would that take? Like 20 minutes, 15 minutes to cover this? Because we went on a couple of tangents. Right. 
But uh, that saved you an hour and a half of annoying people. And I apologize. We're probably going to lose our Microsoft sponsorship, right? <laughs> what sponsorship? Yeah. <laughs> By, uh, you know, throwing some digs their way. But uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what the normal take was on, you know, by everybody as a whole on that. They, they need to change that format. It's so fake. Yeah. But um, moving on. But before you go into the next one, mm-hmm. and I hate to do this, I seriously have got to drop. <laughs> okay, we'll just tear through it. Five minutes. Can you do five minutes? If you can make it in five okay. minutes, I'm, right. I'm not going to speak. I understand. You got it. Okay. So you're going to play Clash Royale, aren't you? All right. I'm so ordering some foods. Okay. I haven't had dinner yet. It's after seven. Oh. I got many hours of work in front of me, and I got a pack. At least, at least you got two hours on me. I haven't had dinner yet myself. <laughs> it's nine o'clock. That's your, that's your fault. I know, right? You make me go through. You made me come and record right at five o'clock when I get off work. Mm-hmm. So you have time. Yeah. <laughs> you big meanie. <laughs> yeah. So um, Phil Spencer um, made a comment. Let's see. Where was this? He says, uh, so, you know, there's been talk as to what's going to happen. You know, we know Scarlet's in the works, you know, xCloud and so forth. Uh, Phil said, we are not working on a streaming-only console. Hmm. Interesting. So I guess, does that throw that out of the books? I would say, yeah. Yeah. You know. Kind of. He he is the most well-known Xbox leaker, right? <laughs> Microsoft leaker out there. Yep. So um, apparently a streaming only console is not going to happen. But does that mean that that technology won't go on to other devices? I wonder, right? Like it, maybe it could appear on a Roku if that has the ability to do it or yeah. Amazon Fire or something. It doesn't mean that they have to make their own stick. Right. I still think but, they should have, but if they're going to do an app that would be on the Chromecast or well, probably won't go to Chromecast because of Stadia, but uh, the Amazon app or just downloadable on your, like your Samsung TV, you know, these smart TVs in their app stores, you know, a lot of these TVs have Bluetooth hookup and mm-hmm. your our controllers are Bluetooth. Maybe they can hook up to the TV and we can play our, our stuff that way, but mm-hmm. Or maybe to, or send it, just put a controller with a Wi-Fi in it, that <laughs> somehow connected to the TV. Yeah, I don't know. I like the idea of the little the, the stick. Yeah, I'm sure something will come out. Maybe not right away, but we shall see. So Phil said last year we said consoles, plural, and we've shipped the console. And we've now detailed another console. I think that's plural. I guess so. So the console that they shipped is not the X. It's the discless version. And then now they're working on the new guy that is set to come out uh, holiday 2020. Um, And he said, we are not working on a streaming only console right now. We're looking at the phone in your pocket as the destination for you to stream. And the console that we have allows you to play games locally. So I guess we got one thing to look forward to. And hey, that's pretty good in itself. Less less stuff to buy. Um, 
Another thing, this is kind of interesting yet cheesy at the same time. There's limited Xbox One sneakers with uh, Cyberpunk 2077 Gears 5 and Halo uh, designs on them. Uh, it looks like it's a combination of Frey, F-R-E Customs, Free Frey Customs, and Foot Locker doing this. And uh, you can get your kicks in various gaming skins. Um, oh, wait. This looks like it might just be on display. Either way, uh, very interesting. I have to cough. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Even though you didn't hear anything. Hopefully, hopefully this mute button works. I We didn't hear you. Yeah, good. Um, anyway, so yeah, gaming kicks, which people will definitely not, not want to step into puddles and mud and all that good stuff. It's amazing. Is is do you ever find like as soon as you get new shoes, like the first day that you're wearing the shoes, your kids step on your shoes <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. Not that you want that personal space, that three foot zone with your kids. It's it's fine. But uh why do they have to step on your shoes? And only then, not not any other time. Um, I think we covered Game Pass additions. Yeah, we did. That was all those like, um, oh, there's a couple more that we didn't talk about. So we'll go through the list. Uh, Devil May Cry 5, Age of Empires Definitive Edition, uh, Ape Out, and Bard's Tale 4 are coming to Game Pass. And, oh, it looks like uh, Dead Cells will be added to Game Pass on September 5th. That's a really good game. Then... That was it, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. We got it all. Okay, uh, going into the community section, you can leave us a voicemail by going to this xboxlife.com. Click on the send voicemail widget all the way on the right-hand side. You can leave a recording up to 90 seconds, or if you want, you can send us an MP3 to contact at this Xbox Life. This week, uh, again, we have a message from a good friend of the show, Cat Flap. Uh and let's see, what does Cat Flap say today? Good morning, gentlemen. Cat Flap 1970 here from the UK. Well, I've just completed a Far Cry New Dawn. It wasn't a bad game. It wasn't um, everything I expected, put it that way. But it was a good play. Just started playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh my God, is this a long game. It's 2 a.m. in the morning, I'm working nights, and I'm walking through snow. I just wanted to play the game, and um, maybe this game is just too deep. Uh, You know, who knows? But it just seems to drag on. I have heard that it takes two hours before you can actually get to the free play mode. So, yeah, it, it does seem a very, very slow game, and I don't know. Is this the game I expected or really wished for? Do you know something? I'll let you know in two hours. So, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> do you think that that is a good statement there? Two hours of slogging through snow? Yes, I agree. 
keyword slogging through snow and then wait occasionally you have to drink some whiskey to get some energy how does that work (laughs) if i drink forget don't forget to brush your horse yeah if i was walking in the snow for two hours you know i think drinking some whiskey will make me want to lay down and go to the forever sleep in the snow (laughs) not give me energy yeah that uh those first couple hours in the game they really put a damper on it for me and I, I lost interest in it. Like I, you know, I've got a lot of games I stopped playing that I'm like, man, I need to go back and finish that. This game. No, I, I, I don't, but, uh, congratulations also on finishing, uh, far cry. You finished that one. Didn't you Mark? I did not. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> no, I need to go back and finish it. So did you finish the second one or no? The, the, the new dawn. I, yeah, I think he didn't. He, didn't he state New Dawn? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's that's the latest one. That's yeah. the one I have not completed. Did you finish the first one though? So yes. no to both. Okay, because yeah, because I thought you finished it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's a lot of Far Cries out there. That's for sure. I sort of like the Primal one, but uh, I don't know. Not enough weapons in there. Not enough ammunition. All right. Uh, all right. Thanks, uh, as usual, Catflap, and uh, hope to hear from you again soon. And uh, let us know how it goes with Red Dead, if you continued or not. Okay. Uh, also, uh, we got a message from Carbon85. This is an email that uh, Carbon sent. And, hey, guys, I have a question for you. What features would you like to return and or be added to Project Scarlet? One, current uh, back compat library to be used. Two, dual monitor capability. Three, Bluetooth audio support. More choices on wireless headset. Thanks. Love the show, guys. Keep it up. What do you think? New feature Any, do I want? I just yeah, think the what features compat- do you want to return or be added? I, I, I don't know. Um... I think putting, I don't know if it would work. I think since they're getting rid of Connect, um, putting a microphone like somehow on the console, you know, I would think you'd be able to put a little mic in there that you could still say, you know, turn on, turn off, all that stuff um, without having to have the Connect. That would be okay with me. Um, or just have like better integration with home devices like. The Amazon and Google devices, uh, right? Yeah, I mean, I that could that have, could sub for it. It could if you had one sitting in the room. Yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, that would I guess that would work too. Um, but I think just you know the back compat, make sure it's there, make sure it works from day one. Um, when we when the Xbox One came out, there was a lot of things that were on the 360 that weren't there, like the ability to have a party or chat or send voicemails to each other and there was a lot of things that took like a year or two for them to get into the xbox one it's like dude you've had this for five years on the 360 why is it not here so i hope there's some of that stuff is there on day one that we're already used to having you can't take it away and add it in a year or two later i I did not like that on the on the xbox one um release but i think a lot of that release i'm still convinced that what we got on day one 
was not what they slated to come out. I, I bet this is going to come out 10 years from now as like, you know, here is the original dashboard and it was fantastic, had all these features. Grant, granted, a lot of it was probably TV related, but uh, I really think that they stripped everything out and barely made it work for release because of that reveal disaster that they had, or at least the backlash that they had from it. But yeah, I, I would agree. Just keep everything the way that it is. And I think that they will. I, I really think that they will because I think with them leveraging virtual machines and everything that, you know, or hypervisors that they can probably just port everything over. And then you're know, just like when the X came out, everything was largely the same across all the consoles. I think that they'll do something similar to that. So keep everything the same. Don't lose the support. Um, we'll throw this out just because maybe have VR support <laughs> of some kind or yeah. that mixed, um, uh, care about that stuff. Yeah. But at least support for the people that want it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You know, whether it's just, you know, you can put on your headset and then play on a, you know, 150 inch screen or something. Who knows? But uh, I do agree with uh, multiple display. That'd be kind of neat. Bluetooth audio support, sure. So, alrighty. Do you have anything else to add, Mark? No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, we have a Twitter account. Uh, you can. Oh, thanks, Carbon, for sending that uh, message over to us. Uh, then uh, we have a Twitter account. This xboxlife.com forward slash Twitter. Also, we have a Facebook group. You can find that at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Facebook. Uh, if you do, or if you're not a member, uh, you can ask for uh, admittance into the group. Please answer the two questions. It's apparently super hard, and I know they say this every week, but uh, answer two questions. They're easy questions. Just answer them. Don't leave them blank. Because <laughs> uh, we put those in to keep the spammers at bay. And, um, all right, on to this week's retail releases. Cue the music. Okay, Rob, 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 what you got for us today? What you got, 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 what all right, retail releases for this week. This is the week of August 19th through the 23rd. So some stuff already released um, as uh, we're in Tuesday right now. And what's unusual this week is that uh, there was a release on Monday, August 19th, which usually doesn't happen. Usually the releases are Tuesday through Friday. But uh, we had Pirates of the First Star releasing on August 19th. On the 20th, uh, Remnants of From the Ashes, Rad. Uh, Rad is Xbox One X Enhanced. Uh, tomorrow we have the 21st is Rex Rocket. This is a Play Anywhere game. Smoots Summer Games. Pato Box, P-A-T-O Box. Pato, Pato, however you say that. Uh, Mecha Bolt, Gift of Parthax. On the 22nd, Life is Strange 2, episode number 4. On the tw- and on the 23rd, Gnome's Garden, Lost King. 
Strength of the Sword, Ultimate, and Path of Sin, Greed. So those are the titles releasing this week. Then um, Games with Gold, did a little switcheroo recently. Um, we have new for the next month on Xbox, on the Xbox side. August 16th through September 15th, Forza Motorsport 6. Also, Gears of War 4 is the title through the 31st, and that one is on PC and Xbox One. Uh, for 360, uh, you missed the boat on Torchlight if you haven't gotten it yet. That was a fantastic game. We've talked about it a lot. This was the original Torchlight that just left Back Compat, uh, Games with Gold, and it got replaced with Castlevania Lords of Shadow. That one will be available 16th through the 31st of August. And then closing out the show, the usual announcements. If you make any purchases on Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. You can find that at the top of our Facebook group and also on our website. Uh, click on the link, choose your appropriate store, UK or US, and uh, use that each and every time you make your purchases on Amazon. You can purchase anything. does not have to be gaming related, but just uh, use that link each and every time. doesn't cost you anything extra, but it's a great way to support the show. We get a teeny tiny little finder's fee for, um, for sending you their way. Also, if you're an iTunes user, make sure to use, uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes. That helps uh, more people find out about the show. Also, follow us on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. If you're an Amazon Prime member and you have Twitch Prime, also don't forget to use your um, monthly uh, free subscription on somebody. We'd like it to be us, but uh, just give it to somebody. Yeah. Don't let it go to waste. And then uh, thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music. And uh, I believe that's it. It's time for Mark to get some dinner. Well, no, well, the dinner's coming. Work. Yeah, now you work. start packing, start doing your stuff, and then uh, maybe redirect your food to me. How's that? Okay. Oh, and Andrew said uh, he was in a VR lounge last month and was disappointed that the interface is no more intuitive than it was two years ago. Yeah, I've got a Gear VR. I mean, I don't really know how great that is compared to anything else, but, it, you know, it's an Oculus um, interface or an Oculus store. And, you know, it's, you know, it's just basically like looking at a wall of stuff. It'll be, I think, a lot better if they do something, you know, like uh, Majority Report style where you can, like, there's some sensor in the front that can find hand movements like a camera or something, you know, where you can just select things. I mean, that would be cool, but, you know, having to hold controllers or what I wind up doing is I look and point the dot at something and then I hit on the side, like at the temple, there's a button and that's how you select things. I don't use the little Bluetooth remote. I, I usually can't find it or, or whatnot, but yeah, it's, I really wonder if they just, aren't investing the time or the money into finding out something better. Maybe it's not worth it. Who knows? But uh, we'll probably need a future generation of these VR devices in order to get something really cool. But anyway. All right. Is this the end again? Yes. <laughs> or we could I gotta go. All right. All right. My name is Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. 
Uh, we'll catch you all next week with episode, what, 540, I believe, is the magic number. Yep, 540. Next week, Tuesday, 7 o'clock-ish, Central. <laughs> this is Mark, a.k.a. Wingman 709, taking off. Good night, everybody. <laughs>